Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of SSC Connects, the podcast and YouTube video channel where we speak to our clients, our community, and uh, our staff on a number of different issues, including the COVID-19 pandemic and how our programs are doing in the community, what we're doing to help support the community, and uh, how we can help you better to understand who Skills for Change is. Today, we have Mridula Nair, the Supervisor of Employer Engagement and Program Marketing with us, and she'll be talking about all of the uh, services that we provide for our employers and um, a wealth of other issues around what's currently the situation with the pandemic and how employers can get connected with us. Welcome, Ridla. Thank you so much, Sampada. It's a pleasure to be online. Thanks for uh, being on our podcast. And I'm really, really very excited to be interviewing you today because um, obviously I have a special interest in employer engagement being in the same program area as you are. But also I'm really um, very much in awe of your just your personal background and experience um, that you've brought to Skills for Change. Um, and also just wanted to get a, more of a sense from you as to um, our employer engagement, what employer engagement means, and um, how we've been going about supporting our clients with employment opportunities um, in, uh, you know, uh, at Skills for Change. So uh, thanks for being here and uh, we'll get started. So again, like I said, I'm, I'm very much in awe of your background and I'd like to, the listeners to hear a little bit more about uh, where you come from and your immigrant experience. Thank you, Sampada. Thank you so much for the opportunity. So my name is Bridula and I work as the supervisor, employer engagement and marketing at Skills for Change. I am an Indian at heart and come from Pune, a beautiful city in the state of Maharashtra, known for one of the top universities in India. As a child, I was always interested in technology and was fascinated by gadgets. One of my favorite gadgets, gadget was the Sony Walkman that I loved. With my dad as the pillar of motivation, I decided to pursue my bachelor's in computer science and communications engineering from Germany, which is a global tech hub for all research and development of quality products. Wow. After yeah, so after pursuing my bachelor's, I further had the opportunity to work as a project manager at a electromagnetic compatibility testing institute. I know it sounds really techy. <laughs> um, and uh, after spending almost eight years in Germany, I wanted to broaden my horizons actually and gain more diverse experience. I also love traveling and exploring new cultures, which fueled my desire to test new waters. I moved to Dubai where my parents resided and I got the opportunity to work as a marketing manager for Bosch and Siemens Home Appliances. My scope of work was product certification, corporate social responsibility and market research. I also started the Green Star Initiative that was the first project in the Middle East and Southeast Asia region focused on environmental sustainability. Right from childhood, I had this inner desire to serve the community and dedicate my career to helping the society in the best way I could. And so after my escapade in Dubai was over, I came to Canada to pursue my master's in development practice from the University of Waterloo, which focused on the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Just following the footsteps of every internationally trained professional and international student, I started my job hunt. 
Since I was living in Waterloo until 2018, it was a challenge to find a job. Hence, I decided to move to Toronto, and I instantly realized the importance of living in a metropole with multiple opportunities such as volunteering, mentoring, and job opportunities. However, it was not easy. I sent out applications, gave a couple of interviews, and also received some rejections. However, I got the wonderful opportunity to finally meet you and speak about a job opening that um, I had seen on the Skills for Change website. That's it. I began my journey as an employer innovation associate at Skills for Change, which focused on research uh, in identifying the key competencies that employers look for when they hire newcomers, which is in partnership with the Toronto Pearson Airport. And uh, slowly I trans transitioned to the supervisor employer engagement and program marketing role, which gave me another opportunity to explore and understand the corporate culture in terms of recruitment and retention and enhance the marketing portfolio of the organization. Thank you, that's really great. Um, my jaw has dropped just to hear all the <laughs> experience you've had and where you came from, from your journey of um, having a computer science and engineering background to really focusing on marketing and uh, corporate social responsibility um, and sustainability. So thank you for that. And I think you're absolutely right that, um, you know, uh, you followed the footsteps of many internationally trained professionals that come here and do find a lot of challenges in terms of um, getting that first foot in the door and that experience. And I think that uh, personally, uh, from what I see, I see that um, when our staff and when uh, people like yourselves have that experience that you're able to really connect and empathize with um, the clients that come through our door because they're experiencing the same thing that you have. And so I think that that can really um, add, you know, uh, the story to employers as well. So um, really, really great to have you on the team. And um, thanks for explaining, you know, where you came from. Um, in terms of employer engagement, what does that mean to Skills for Change and how do we engage employers? So in the context of economic change and growing unemployment and underemployment, there is increased interest in employer engagement approaches to assisting disadvantaged job seekers. There's also confusion about exactly what employer engagement means. Both learning and work are changing rapidly, and this has implications for individuals' career paths. In any event, greater flexibility, self-reliance, enterprise, and career management skills will be demanded by employers. Based on research and my personal experience, a key driver for almost all of the employer engagement programs identified is an employer's commitment to meeting corporate social responsibility objectives or community values such as social inclusion or diversity. In the context of immigration, it actually emphasizes the importance of integration and support of newcomers in the labor market. Skills for Change offers free services and programs to support employers. We have built a comprehensive employer engagement strategy tailoring services for employers based on their short-term and long-term needs. We have over 1,600 employer partners and have partnered on info sessions, job fairs, mentoring, recruitment, training, and corporate social responsibility delivery. We assist employers find candidates from the pool of skilled and talented workers that we serve. We work with talented internationally trained professionals or ITPs and immigrants find jobs across diverse industries such as IT, accounting and finance, 
engineering, trades, logistics and transportations, health, transportation, health care, etc. We offer the following diverse services and opportunities for employer engagement. So we have the, uh, something called the Canada Ontario Job Grant or COJG, which is a government funding program that provides opportunities for employers individually or in groups to invest in their workforce by providing direct financial support. It is available to small, medium and large businesses with a plan to deliver short term training to existing and new employees. Employers can get up to $10,000 in government support per person for training costs. Apart from that, we also offer placement incentives, which is also a government funding program in tackling unemployment or underemployment challenges in Ontario while assisting employers in hiring and training new employees. Employers may receive financial incentives to provide on-the-job training, including apprenticeship training, work experience opportunities, or skill level or employability assessments for participants in trial placements. And to provide support to employers by identifying skills and competencies they need and matching them with the talent pool of skilled professional, professionals. Sorry. Um, we also uh, facilitate work placements with financial incentives, which is up to uh, from four to 26 weeks. And uh, we also have something called un uh, placements which are without financial incentives, including volunteer job test and hire, full-time or part-time work experience and on-the-job training opportunities. Apart from that, we also engage with employers in hosting job fairs or info sessions. And um, that helps newcomers to basically learn about different industries, workplace environments and career options. In addition, newcomers can learn about the different occupations within their respective industry or may help them decide on what industry they would like to enter. In addition, job fairs or info sessions are also a great platform for employers to cater to faster recruitment since we can pre-screen pre qualified candidates for specific roles that they are looking to fill. That's great. Um, obviously, a wealth of information that you just provided and um, a, a large amount of activities that we do provide for employers. Um, so given that we have this comprehensive employer engagement um, portfolio and, um, you know, the services that we do provide, what has happened since, um, the, you know, particularly around the early days of the pandemic and the lockdown? Um, I assume that these services that we provided affected how we engage with employers early on in the days. So can you talk a little bit about that? Definitely, Sampada. So in general, I think we all underestimated the anticipated impact of the lockdown in the mm -hmm. beginning, with no foresight of when businesses could get back to functioning in a normal way, employers were not ready to face the impact, right? Yeah. And a CIBC study, because I'm really fond of research, so I thought I could include some statistics, is that a CIBC study found that the majority, that means almost 81% of Canadian small business owners say COVID-19 has negatively impacted their operations. Yeah. And as many as 32% worry about the viability of their business over the next year. So however, optimism for the long term remains strong with most business owners, which is about 76% confident uh, that they can rebound after the crisis. The majority agree that the uncertainty of how long COVID-19 measures will last is currently the hardest aspect to manage. Mm. The COVID-19 pandemic has had an unprecedented unprecedented impact on the Canadian economy, 
many business owners say sales have dropped and an additional have had to temporarily shut down operations altogether. Most have made a significant changes to weather the crisis, including reducing operating expenses, dipping into savings, laying off staff, and applying for more credit. Close to one in three feel it will take a year or two to get back to pre-COVID business volumes. Cash flow and business volumes are major concerns, with half of business owners citing reduced customer demand for products and services, and one in five are concerned they may not be able to pay staff. Our employer partners who regularly shared job posting with us um, froze their recruitment completely. That's what we noticed. And the mentoring events that we had planned to be hosted over the period of year were also canceled. In fact, one of our previous small business employer just shut down business. Hence, the beginning of the pandemic was extremely challenging, especially with, the, with respect to receiving slow response to employers from employers. Sorry. Yeah, that's uh, really tough. And I know, um, you know, I have personal experience that my husband is a small business owner and, um, you know, how it's impacted uh, him and his business. So uh, certainly, um, you know, it's a hugely challenging time with very much a lot of uncertainty, especially at the beginning of when things were going to reopen. And uh, so it's it's been a challenge for us to engage with employers, but also for our clients and more importantly for our clients um, to access the jobs that were available before uh, the pandemic and the lockdown happened. So in that environment, uh, how do you ensure that employers are aware of the depth of our clients' experience, especially if they recently came from Canada and were unable to get experience due to the lockdown? So. Um, you're, they're unable to speak to employers potentially because of technology limitations. And we know um, some of our clients are, you know, uh, don't have uh, easily access to internet or other things that they could do virtual interviews or uh, connect with employers very easily uh, through the online channel. So how do we advocate for them? What, what, have, uh, what has the team been doing in that regard, particularly in the last um, two to three months that things were very unsure? So the first thing that we did is that we developed a COVID-19 pandemic strategy to address the situation. And based on the labor market uh, news shared across diverse platforms, we decided to target essential work industries, such as supply chain, retailing, wholesaling, uh, animal services, alcohol, gas stations, motor vehicle repair, hardware stores, whatever was included in the list given by the government, and um, trades such as electricians, elect, uh, cleaning services, HVAC and engineers, etc. So that was the key thing that we first did is we developed a COVID-19 pandemic strategy. Apart from that, we tweaked the current strategy in terms of outreach. So we completely focused on uh, connecting with these employers from the essential services sector. And um, we decided to come up with info sessions and um, mentoring sessions specifically because there were a lot of employers who were not ready to have job fairs where they can just come and share their story and um, about the current situation as to how it has impacted their business. And that way our clients or in general newcomers to Canada can have an idea as to what are the next steps that they could take in order to secure employment in the, ne in the next coming months. And we also, in addition, we also use the uh, platform Salesforce. So that way we can identify the backgrounds of our clients who register with us 
and we can actually have info sessions tweaked specifically for those particular clients coming from a specific sector. That's great and uh, great to see that we are still able to engage both our clients and employers um, in that way until we knew, uh, you know, that we were going to go into stage two and reopen the economy. Um, but speaking of that, what, what, what are you seeing in terms of trends, in employment trends, uh, now that we're reopening? Definitely, we see a positive outlook now, slowly. We have seen an increase in um, uh, employers approaching us specifically for COJG and paid placements. We are also receiving positive responses from employers for hosting info sessions and mentoring mm -hmm. events. Slowly, employers have started reaching out to us to post jobs on our job board, although they are still uh, focused on the essential work service industries. Yeah, definitely. And I think that will be probably like that for a little while until, um, you know, we start to enter a stage three and really reopen the economy very much. So, right. um, and, and so you talked a little bit about info sessions. Can you talk a little bit more in, in more depth around how we're engaging employers in uh, those areas while we haven't fully reopened. So you mentioned mentoring events and info session. Can you uh, get into that a little bit more? Definitely. So this is one of my favorites and uh, mentoring is a key component commonly provided before and during employment. It helps in assisting job seekers in the general development of their skills and interests before they apply for available roles. It provides additional support for job seekers and assists their inclusion within the workforce. So our objective for mentoring events is to achieve optimum outcomes by connecting internationally trained professionals or newcomers with mentors of diverse industries. In fact, at our mentoring events last year, one of our employer partners actually hired a newcomer for one of the positions that they found extremely challenging to hire for a long time. Some of the key benefits are that mentees perform better. Having a mentor helps a mentee feel more secure and their work open, opens up lines of communication. And this has an organic effect on mentee performance. When a mentee feels comfortable asking questions and even receiving job-related support, it is beneficial for them. The other um, positive um, benefit is to develop new skills. So not only can a mentoring partnership help inexperienced workers gain job-related skills, mentoring helps both parties develop soft skills, such as working collaboratively with others. In turn, the organization or the employer benefits from having employees that demonstrate respect understand workplace relationships and can work well with others. Uh, the other positive benefit uh, is retention, which is one of the key topics in uh, today's economy. The benefits listed are all create a sense of satisf satisfaction and belonging for employees on both sides of the mentoring partnership. When both employees, um, uh, the mentor and the mentee feel like they are being valued for their contributions, even on a one-on-one -on -one basis, they are more likely to stay in the workplace for the long haul. If the person being mentored has a senior person that's easy to reach out to and their questions and concerns are being addressed, then why would they leave? For those providing mentorship, they're gaining leadership skills and having an impact on their mentee's career. And this, all of this also leads to creating a better work uh, workplace environment. So mentoring can lead to increased job satisfaction for both the mentor and the mentee, 
It fosters a network of both social and professional support within the company and can reduce stress levels, levels for employees. Having someone to check in with and to share your ideas with can help relieve workplace anxiety for mentees and mentors can connect on a personal level with more junior employees, essentially closing the knowledge and the social gaps that exist in some workplace cultures. And the final point is, is that it's extremely rewarding. Mm -hmm. The mentoring relationship can be both personal and professionally rewarding. Each partner benefits from the relationship. Career-wise, having a seasoned professional to share their knowledge with a mentee can form the building blocks of a stellar career path. When it comes to mentors, it's rewarding to know they're having a direct impact on their mentee's professional growth. We also host info sessions in, partnerships with in partnership with employers, which, help, which kind of uh, gives an opportunity to promote um, their organization and career opportunities. And uh, they're also able to meet with potential candidates before receiving a resume. An effective screening tool can be developed that they can observe potential candidates' professionalism and interpersonal skills. For newcomer information sessions are as a new, sorry, newcomer information sessions are an excellent opportunity to gather information about a company and make contacts who can help to get their foot into the door. It is also a chance to tell recruiters about uh, their qualifications and show that they are genuinely interested in the company. And one of the key final points is that the information gathered can also help um, newcomers to decide whether or not to pursue the employment, pursue an employment opportunity with the, within the organization. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say is that, uh, you know, first of all, mentoring is definitely critical, uh, you know, to uh, a candidate's success in the workplace. And um, it is a cornerstone of uh, skills for change as well, or programming to include right. mentoring in all of our programs. Right. And uh, in terms of the info sessions, yeah, it, it gives an opportunity for not just the employer, but also for our clients to nice. see if it's a good fit. Because a lot of the times, um, you know, you may think that a job is under uh, one area of work, and you might find out that it's not exactly what um, they were looking for. So, uh, or it might be exactly right on the path of what um, their uh, career goals are. So it really does help to support um, the, the job and employment process um, while we, you know, start to transition back. And, you know, as uh, roles start opening up, it's good to have that information uh, through an info session or a mentoring session for sure. So I'm, you know, it's really glad that we're uh, providing that service to our clients and uh, we've gotten really good uh, success rate in terms of uh, people attending the uh, meetings as well as some uh, candidates who have formed one-on-one uh, -on -one relationships with those mentors after the, the mentoring events. Right, so, definitely. Yeah, just in general, more in general, less related to the pandemic. I'm curious, you know, we, we obviously we work with a lot of especially larger uh, employers that have a mandate with corporate social responsibility or for social good. And so they come on board as volunteers for our mentoring programs and, uh, you know, uh, mentoring initiatives um, and also for hiring. But that's obviously not the only reason. We don't just want, you know, employers to think of it as, you know, we're, we're helping out, uh, you know, a population in a, a good way. We want them to recognize the business benefits of hiring newcomers. 
So how do we get employers to understand that and understand the business benefits and not just hire for social good? Employers definitely benefit in many ways when they hire newcomers. One of them is meeting labor market needs. Second is it in they also increase and in, it helps in increasing an organization's competitiveness. Many ITPs have the skills and talents to help employers compete in the global marketplace. The third one is they help in accessing new markets. They may speak languages and have knowledge of cultures that can help employers develop new local and global markets. The fourth one is it helps uh, employers to be more effective because ITPs or international trade professionals can bring fresh perspectives to an organization, stimulating new thinking and introducing more effective ways of doing business. And finally, it also connects employers with other valuable workers and organizations. ITPs may be able to link employers to other prospective employees and connect their business to useful national or international organizations. That's really great to hear. Um, and, uh, you know, th that's something that we have to remind our employers all the time, you know, um, just so that uh, they do realize that they come with this wealth of experience and, um, you know, how successful their businesses can be and become with hiring our clients. So um, hopefully a lot of our um, employers will listen to this podcast and, and really uh, gain some insight around that. Um, Definitely. And so just uh, wanted to know what upcoming events and workshops uh, that we you know, are running that our clients and the community should know about. So at Skills for Change, we offer a diverse portfolio of programs and services for our clients. Some of them are, one is Career Skills Program. So the Career Skills is a social enterprise uh, program that is geared towards providing hands-on courses to learn accounting, accounting software, ramp up business skills, or upgrade to the latest network certifications to better prepare for, get and keep a job, adapt and succeed at work to build um, newcomer skills and fast track their career. It is a great way of gaining Canadian workplace experience and education in about two to 10 sessions. Some of the uh, programs are project management, quality assurance, information technology, and business skills. The other one is skills for employment. So skills for employment are weekly employment labs designed to help newcomers find work and market themselves towards success. From resume building to mock interviews, Skills for Employment will equip newcomers with the tools they need to get hired. Some of the workshops that we host are getting your resume noticed, interview with confidence, branding yourself and getting hired, and maximizing your LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn profile for job search. The other program that is also very popular at Skills for Change is the Women Connecting with Women program. And some of the topics that um, are included are wellness for employment, reducing stress and anxiety, money management, and budgeting during COVID-19. We also have the Newcomer Entrepreneurship Hub program, which is also a very, very popular program for newcomers who come and settle in Canada and would like to start their own business. So the program is about 10 weeks, and we always receive absolutely fantastic feedback from all um, the participants when it comes to the NEH program. That's great. And, um, uh, you know, for the audience, uh, they can know, and we will post it on our uh, podcast page and our YouTube channel that um, they can access all of our 
upcoming events and programs on our website as well as all of our social media. So thank you for that uh, explanation. Um, I have one final question. This has been really, really informative, Mridula. And I hope that, um, like I said, a lot of our employer partners and just employers in the community really take the opportunity to listen and understand uh, why it's important um, to support Skills for Change and businesses like ours in terms of uh, hiring newcomers and how important it is to the, our clients to gain that experience. Um, but I did have one uh, final question for you, somewhat personal to end the interview. Um, I just wanted to know back to your initial question around your experience. How did, how did that and your um, immigrant experience shape how and why you do this work so passionately? So I'll just give a quick brief a summary about Skills for Change. So Skills for Change is a 37-year-old multi-service registered charity specializing in the development and delivery of sector-specific employment preparation, academic bridging and settlement programs for highly refugees and new immigrants. Through mentoring, professional partnerships and skills, technology, language, entrepreneurship, and career training, we support the labor market integration of immigrants and refugees in a variety of professions. Skills for Change offers a great platform for newcomer immigrants to explore the vast settlement and employment programs and services that will help them to thrive and prosper in Canada. Working at Skills for Change gives me the opportunity to work with clients or immigrants of diverse backgrounds, just like myself. And I personally identify myself as every immigrant that enters the doors of Skills for Change. In my current role in the employer engagement and program marketing, my objective is to support every immigrant, not just with employment opportunities, but also help them integrate into the labor market by providing them guidance and counseling and encouraging them to participate in mentoring and networking events, job fairs and info sessions. Thank you, Mridula. I really appreciate that and uh, appreciate you opening up about your personal experiences and how that's um, you know, transitioned into your work at Skills for Change to support other new immigrants. I really appreciate you taking the time today. And I know the audience won't know, but we had a couple of distractions and interruptions by my son, um, but we will edit those out and um, we'll have a nice uh, interview posted on our uh, Skills for Change website and our uh, podcast and YouTube page. So thank you so much, Mudula, and have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Sampada. And I really consider it as a privilege to be working for such an awesome organi uh, organization. And I definitely encourage all employers to check out our website and uh, also our social media platforms. And also feel free to reach out to any one of us in the employer engagement team. Um, thank you again and have a lovely Friday evening. <laughs>